0: And good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of day it may be, wherever you are in the world, when you hit that play button, I am so grateful, so thankful that you did hit that play button and are listening into the Genesis Frequency. Coming at you with another episode here today. This is Dr. Cause and in Effect, Dr. Stephen J. Cosmina, and we are. Deep, deep, deep into Neville Goddard's power of awareness. You know, I started this thing back in September. We are on chapter 24 today. If you're following along and you're a regular listener, just letting you know we're skipping over chapter 23 because that's case stories in the power of awareness. And it's about 15 pages long in the big book here. And we want to keep these within a reasonable length of time. So I hope by now you've picked up the book for yourself and you've been studying and, and reading along and studying and reading along and studying and reading along, because this is not a book that you read none of Neville is a, a book that you read and put up on the shelf. It's a book that you study and you embody and you live by. If you want to be really really serious about moving from where you are to where you truly want to be this is how we make the quantum leaps in our lives this is how we experience the life we would love to live and i keep getting and hearing messages and emails phone calls about the incredible results people are getting but it's interesting today We're going to talk about the other side of that. Chapter 24 is titled Failure. Yes, indeed, Failure. It's part of life, isn't it? Let's look and see what Neville Goddard has to say here today. Here we go. This book would not be complete without some discussion of failure in the attempted use of the Law of Assumption. It is entirely possible that you either have had or will have a number of failures in this respect, many of them in really important matters. If having read this book, having a thorough knowledge of the application and working of the Law of Assumption, you faithfully apply it in an effort to attain some intense desire and fail, what is the reason? If, to the question, did you persist enough you can answer yes and still the attainment of your desire was not realized what is the reason for failure the answer to this is the most important factor in the successful use of the law of assumption the time it takes your assumption to become fact your desire to be fulfilled is directly proportionate to the naturalness of your feeling of already being what you want to be, of already having what you desire. The fact that it does not feel natural to you to be what you imagine yourself to be is the secret of your failure. Regardless of your desire, regardless of how faithfully and intelligently you follow the law, if you do not feel natural about what you want to be, you will not be it. If it does not feel natural to you to get a better job, you will not get a better job. The whole principle of is vividly expressed by the Bible phrase, you die in your sins. And we see that in John chapter 8, verse 24. You do not transcend from your present level to the state desired. Let me say that again. The whole principle is vividly expressed by the Bible phrase, you die in your sins. You do not transcend from your present level to the state desired. How can this feeling of naturalness be achieved? The secret lies in one word imagination. For example, this is a very simple illustration here. Assume that you are securely chained to a large heavy iron bench. You could not possibly run. In fact, you could not even walk. In these circumstances, it would not be natural for you to run. You could not even feel that it was natural for you to run. But you could easily imagine yourself running. In that instant, while your consciousness is filled with your imagined running, you have forgotten that you are bound. In imagination, your running was completely natural. The essential feeling of naturalness can be achieved by persistently filling your consciousness with imagination, imagining yourself being what you want to be or having what you desire. Progress can spring only from your imagination, from your desire to transcend your present level. What you truly and literally must feel is that with your imagination all things are possible. You must realize that changes are not caused by caprice but by a change of consciousness. You may fail to achieve or sustain the particular state of consciousness necessary to produce the effect you desire. But once you know that consciousness is the only reality and is the sole creator of your particular world and have burnt this truth into your whole being, then you know that success or failure is entirely in your own hands whether or not you are disciplined enough to sustain the required state of consciousness in specific instances has no bearing on the truth of the law itself that an assumption, if persisted in, will harden into fact. The certainty of the truth of this law must remain despite great disappointment and tragedy. Even when you see the light of life go out and all the world go on as though it were still day, you must not believe that because your assumption failed to materialize, the truth that assumptions do materialize is a lie. If your assumptions are not fulfilled, it is because of some error or weakness in your consciousness. However, these errors and weaknesses can be overcome. Therefore, press on to the attainment of ever, ever higher levels by feeling that you already are the person you want to be. And remember that the time it takes your assumption to become reality is proportionate to the naturalness of being it. Wow. And then he closes with a quote from Ralph Waldo Emerson which says man surrounds himself with the true image of himself every spirit builds itself a house and beyond its house a world and beyond its world a heaven know then that the world exists for you for you the phenomenon is perfect what we are that only can we see. All that Adam had, all that Caesar could, you have and can do. Adam called his house heaven and earth. Caesar called his house Rome. You perhaps call yours a cobbler's trade, a hundred acres of land, or a scholar's garret. Yet line for line and point for point your dominion is as great as theirs though without fine name build therefore your own world as fast as you conform your life to the pure idea in your mind that will unfold its great proportion awesome words and instruction from emerson there you know we think we think in private and in secret but what emerson starts to say is that hey we surround ourselves with the true image of what we're holding as dominant thoughts in mind. Everything that you see around you in your world, in your experience, in the life that you're living, that's what you've been holding in consciousness. That's what you've been picturing and out picturing. You say, well, I didn't create that. Well, yeah, you did. And and maybe you didn't do it consciously, but you did it unconsciously. Maybe you didn't do it deliberately and intentionally, but that's where it came from. That's how it shows up. This is what Neville is talking about today. No matter what your experience with this, it doesn't mean the law of assumption is a lie that it's it's it doesn't work, okay? I see that all the time out there people say well you know I tried that and I tried putting feeling in there and it just doesn't work you know I tried it does it's a law <laughs> it's you know it's 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 a law like gravity yet when we don't have the experience that we expect well we blame it on something outside of ourselves right and this guy started talking and teaching about the law and it didn't work for me so it must not be true now That's only relevant to you from where you are in consciousness. Let's look at some of these words early on. Why this failure? He said, did you persist? And if you can answer yes to the attainment of your desire and you held it in consciousness, what does he say? He says, the answer is the most important factor in the successful use of the law of assumption he says the time it takes your assumption to become fact your desire to be fulfilled is directly proportionate to the naturalness of your feeling of already being what you want to be of already having what you desire and so let's let's take a look at this what does that naturalness mean because it's all about the feeling we know and Neville has another work called feeling is the secret we know that the feeling and the naturalness of the feeling is the secret to making the law of assumption work in our lives to making manifest the life we would love to live right so what is this naturalness what does he mean by that well if it what you want doesn't feel naturalness for instance if 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 you are someone that feels or maybe is right now maybe you're maybe you're up in your upper 80s for instance maybe you're in your upper 80s maybe you're frail and sickly or maybe you got pretty good health but you know not a, maybe not a lot of muscle development and you have a burning desire to to be a middle linebacker in the national football league <laughs> okay that's a stretch but you know i I'm, I'm the all things are possible guy but when you hold that thought in your imagination right no matter how vivid your imagination is no matter how good as you are holding this it's it's probably not going to feel feel real natural to you to suit up you know to to be chasing down 350 pound men and, it's just not going to feel natural to you so in that case you're not lining up you're not really working in harmony with the law you have to have a desire that's in al- alignment with with your purpose with what you're passionate about with what that desire is And and where do we find that desire and here's where so many people get it wrong right they don't spend enough time thinking about their purpose thinking about what they're passionate about maybe they didn't take the passion test maybe they don't know what elements have to be included whatever they do in life and here's where we often get it wrong the very very first step people say well I want a a million dollars by the end of the week well you know that's not a bad thing to want but what what do you really want what do you really want in most cases it's not necessarily the million dollars by the end of the week in most cases it's I really want freedom I want freedom from my boss that I really don't like I really want the time and the flexibility and the freedom to go anywhere in the world that I want to go and travel I want the freedom from the the debt that is piled up you know so let's get clear is it the million dollars by the end of the week or is it the freedom or do you want to release all the the bills into their native nothingness so we gotta get clear on what we want and we have to make sure that it's in alignment with what we're passionate about for instance with myself I took the passion test and went through that marvelous book that's out there and, and, and knew that I had to have a certain kind of music in my life involved in whatever I do. So even though my work and my purpose and my passion and personal development and being a speaker and an author and a trainer and a consultant and a coach and an advisor and a mentor, Even though that's what I do, I still have to have music as a thread through all of that. I still have to have large bodies of water involved in my life. That's why I live on the Gulf of Mexico. And so so often we don't take these into consideration when we are coming up with, hey, what am I going to hold in my imagination that I truly want to be doing half? We just jump right to the power of assumption. Think, well, I'm going. This is like going to Santa Claus with my list. Okay, I want this and I want that. You know, we work on one thing. I encourage you to work on one thing at a time. Maybe to a personal goal and a professional goal or intention. I, I don't. I'm not really fond of the world goal. Oh, let's, let's call them intentions. Let's call them dreams. And it's got to be natural. It's got to be something you really want. Neville says the essential feeling of naturalness can be achieved by persistently filling your consciousness with imagination imagining yourself being what you want to be or having what you desire so that's the the second step really I'm throwing three steps in there knowing exactly what you want what is that desire does it have all the elements that you want it to have in it because without those elements it's not going to feel natural to it second is to to recognize that this desire does indeed have to feel natural and third here we're, we know that in imagination we can go there and and have those feelings the feelings of naturalness within the power of our imagination and sometimes that's hard to do during our waking hours when we're going about the cares and concerns and the to-do lists of the day right we can think of What we're holding in our imagination, but often we're not thinking from it. And the key is thinking from it 24 7, but making enough time as well to engage, to sit in the silence, to go to that place in our imagination to feel the naturalness of the thing that we want to be, do, and have made manifest. So it's kind of twofold here. Know what you want, know that it's the feeling of naturalness. And knowing that we feel that naturalness using the power of our imagination to experience it. And then we come from it in every moment of every day. This is what we are. This is our new life. What was once in the world of non-form, existing only on the canvas of our mind, created in our imagination, now feels really good because we made it manifest in our world of form the power of assumption hey that's it for today that's the amount of time we got left I try to keep it right around 20 minutes but hey i'd love to hear from you you know i love doing this work i'm doing this work more and more individuals are reaching out They're they're listening to the show you know i run an ongoing program where we get together and we take this deeper but you know what if you're a listener to this show I appreciate you so much I do offer free calls free consultations to get together and and this is a three-part call this isn't a sales call or anything this is a real call a real consultation number one we're gonna get to that desire that purpose that passion what is it you really 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 want number two on this call we're going to identify what it is that's been keeping you stuck how come you don't have it already So I'll identify that. Number three, you're going to leave the call with an outline, a plan or something, a guiding light, a way to go, a direction for what you got to do next to move from where you are and get a step closer to where you want to be. That call is free. That's normally a $250 offer that I put out there. But if you're listening to the show, you just send me a message, send it to Stephen, S-T-E-P-H-E-N. At successocean.com, Stephen S-T-E-P-H-E-N at successocean.com, say hey. I want to get on your calendar. I heard your free offer about a free consultation, and I'd love to talk to you. And guess what? I'd love to talk to you too. So reach out. I'll send you my calendar. We'll find a time that works for both of us, and we'll hop on a call or a Zoom call or a Skype call, whatever's convenient for both of us, and we'll work this thing out and we'll get you moving from where you are now to where you want to be your own pot of gold somewhere over the rainbow hey this is dr. cause dr. cause and effect dr. Stephen jake is and you've been listening to the genesis frequency so glad you're here with me today and in all the times you hit that play button so much good stuff here thanks for listening thanks for liking thanks for commenting thanks for sharing and we'll see you next time on the genesis frequency Wishing you an infinitely spectacular day. God bless you.